AM 1600 KIV, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk with me, Mike Ramos. We're going to improve that credit because we know that life with uh, bad credit, it uh, sucks. Yeah, it sucks, <laughs> as we all have uh, found out, right? It, uh, it really sucks. It's uh, one of those things that we've just got to improve on. Mike Ramos is here each and every Saturday from about uh, 1030 to 1045, giving you a quick little doohickey on your giddy up on how to improve your credit there. Uh, Mike Ramos joins us live in studio this morning. Mike, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Glad uh, to have you here, sir. I'm so glad to see you. You look, you look great on TV, by the way. I just got to tell you, you look really great <laughs> on TV. There he is at the nice profile. And, uh, and if Mike looks uh, to the right of him, he can actually see himself uh, in the background. Look at that, Mike. Look at look look yeah. look behind you. Look up on the TV behind you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, there he is, Mike Ramos. My big Jim Croce mustache. And there it is. <laughs> yeah, I got a name. I got a name. It's Mike Ramos. 899-1448. 899-1448. Mike Ramos, take it away. Good morning, folks. Um, the girls uh, got with me before I uh, about Wednesday. And they thought it would be neat if we did a show of the weirdest things that ever happened uh, in the 32 years of credit restoration in our organization. And so we, we picked out uh, several different things that have happened that are, they're unbelievable. I mean, you know, when they did happen, I, I, I had to shake my head. And, and so these are the, the, the stories that have happened over in the last 32 years. Um, the first one I'm going to talk about, and, and uh, it's about the dog who got a credit card. <laughs> this, is a, this is great. I received a call from a client who advised me his dad passed away and left him custody of the family dog. And in the will, 60000 was put into an account at the bank in the dog's first name, Charlie, and his last name and social security number. This account was open for care of the dog's vet bills and grooming. And if the dog passed away, the remainder of the 60000 went to the client. So all that money went back to the cl our client, which, um, you know, we have to... We have to hope that um, he's not hurting for money for the dog's sake. <laughs> so... Uh, so our client then advised me the dog received a credit card application in the mail. I advised him to put the dog's paw print in the signature section and send, and send it in. Client asked if the bank sent it back a credit card, what would happen if he ran it up? I advised, I advised the client I was joking about sending the application in, but... I guess you can blame it on the dog. <laughs> so it was, it, this was the craziest thing I ever seen. And um, I advised him to take the, uh, I wanted to be with him, but I couldn't. But he took the application back to the bank and, uh, and shared this application with the bank president and VP at the bank. And which it, everybody got a great laugh over it. And uh who knows? Would they have sent a credit card? See, it would have been fun to find out. So that was pretty crazy. Then we had uh, a young lady from Farmington 
Um, she called her office from Farmington, said would be paying to get started in cash. I thought it was weird being we are in Albuquerque. <laughs> I did not question this. I wanted to see how she was going to do this. About three hours later, my secretary came into my office and advised me the client sent her cash payment in a copy. So it would, she made a copy of the cash spread out so they could see the total could be seen. And I couldn't believe it. I still couldn't believe it this day. So I called her and advised her, you can get in trouble for counterfeiting, you know. She then said, I just uh, wanted you to know that I have the money so you can start, you know, get started on my credit. I advised her, turn your cash into a money order and send it in, and then we can start working on your uh, credit report. So um, quite interesting. When I seen that come over the copier, um, Herbert Cash Payment, <laughs> I said, there are really people out there like that. And it uh, it kind of frightens me, actually. It, and then, uh, anyways, this is a pretty funny one as well. We had a um, a, a client that uh, <laughs> he called in and said he was being harassed by a bill collector. I asked, "What is what is he doing?" Our client stated he called him a credit roach, and if I don't pay. He is going to sue me and have a sheriff come into my job. And everybody would see it. Or you can pay me by phone right now. I advised the client the collector did violate his rights. I asked the client for the name of the company and the collector's name. He said his name was William Dew. Then it hit me. I then asked the client, what is short for William? He said, Bill. Now put it together. Bill do. You have been fooled. <laughs> so he said, I can't believe it. I didn't catch that. And anyways, uh, we moved forward and uh, we turned him over to the attorney general's office with, uh, you know, a request for investigation, which they did. But, oh, my God, that was, that was too funny. William do. You got to love it. Uh, we got another call from a consumer about a bill collector harassing him daily. This is a violation. You, uh, you can only call a consumer. You can't call them more than once every three days after contact. Then the bill collector tried to give me ideas to pay him. Sell my jewelry. I don't have any. The bill collector advised, have a garage sale. I told him, the stuff in my garage is there because I don't want it and nobody else does either. Then I finally got mad and told the collector, you can't get blood out of a turnip. The collector then said, I didn't know we gave credit cards to vegetables. What could I say to that? <laughs> so that was pretty interesting. All right. This was just weird. It must, this is, this has happened the other day. A, a, a consumer called in to get info on our company. And I was in the middle of a meeting, you know, a consultation. And uh, I said, I'll call you. I'll call you back. I asked him for his name 
and number to call him back. And he said, hello, I don't have a pen and hung up. Uh, I'm, I'm only the one that needed the pen. <laughs> so any event, those are some of the weird antidotes that have happened over the years. Uh, whenever I have some others, I find I'll share them with you, but, uh, nice for a little chuckle on a Saturday morning. Now I want to talk to you today about IRS scams. Now beware because they're happening every year and they, they, they come out in all different forums. Like recently we all used to get that recording. It's not really happened lately where, um, Hey, we're from the IRS and your social security number has been compromised. And um, a lot of people fell for it, unfortunately. We actually played the recording on this show. Now, you know, they're, they're going to try and take your money, your tax return, anything they can do. They will claim they are going to claim they're from the IRS. Remember, the IRS never calls you. You never will get a call from the IRS. Okay. That just doesn't happen. So automatically, if you, if you, someone calls you and says, I'm from the IRS, just terminate the call. It's not them. You have nothing to worry about. They either show up at your door or send you a letter. And it's never good when they show up. Trust me. They're there to take stuff <laughs> and never, ever give your social security number over the phone. If you get asked for it, simply state, if you're from the IRS, you surely have my social security number. If you have questions, call the IRS. Ask them what's going on. If they have been contacting you or trying to contact you or the state, make sure that you call them. Even when, even when you're getting um, phone calls from like bill collections, collection agencies are a big scam. They know, they know right now you're going to be getting money pretty soon uh, from your tax returns. And there are companies that not, they're not collection agencies. They have no relation to debt that you have. And they're calling. They're calling to collect money from you. And they convince you the fact that you actually owe them when you really don't. And so always, hey, what's your number? And if they refuse to give you any information, if they refuse to give you their name, they refuse to give you um, the validation of debt, who sent it to them, um, they have to provide you with that. Under the law, upon request, they have to provide you who they are, where they're collecting from, and what the debt's completely about. And if that's not happening, another, you know that's a fake, hang up the phone. That is absolutely a fake call. And uh, I get calls on this all the time. And this actually happened to me, or actually my wife. Somebody called one night and said they were from Verizon. They had, and these guys are smart, these guys and gals, they're smart. They called up and said, hey, we're from Verizon, and we noticed you didn't make your payment. Well, my wife um, we, and I have had Verizon for like, what, uh, 16 years now? Never missed a payment. She goes, I've never missed a payment. I, I cannot believe that I have a late payment with you. Well, let me ask you this. Maybe I have you mixed up with another person. What's your social? She rattles it off. What's your date of birth? She rattles it off. 
she said, she, they then told her, well, let, let me look into it and I'll get back with you and we'll figure this out. And the very next morning, they tried to hit our bank accounts. I don't know how they got them, how they found out about them. But thank God for our bank, who happens to be the Bank of Albuquerque. They caught it immediately and shut it down, called us up, and then gave us, instead of shutting all of our accounts down, they gave us a PIN number. And then I quickly put my wife on LifeLock. Even though, even though I can fix ID theft, I handle most of the ID theft in this state and several others. Um, I can handle it, but I don't want to, especially when it's in my own household. So I did open li uh, her up with LifeLock, and um, it's been it's been bliss ever since. I don't have to worry about it. Um, you know, she actually went to a store and applied for a credit card. And before she got to her car, she actually received a call. Did you just apply for a credit card, Mrs. Ramos? And uh, of course she said yes. And so um, if you're worried about it, there's a lot of different monitoring services out there. I've not found any of them as sharp as LifeLock because we've actually, and I don't recommend something I haven't used as far as these kind of uh, services. And so in my wife, I have found that this is a, a good company to go with. They do have a $1 million guarantee. And that if uh, anything uh, gets through on their watch, they'll spend up to $1 million in, in uh, attorney fees to get it corrected. And so I, I highly recommend it if you're having problems with ID theft, because um, we're in the season of it. And also I wanted to bring something up if you do have an IRS debt or IRS problem, um, I want to give you the name of an individual who's helped our clients over many years and have fantastic results with them. He's a good guy. He actually spent 28 years with the IRS as a uh, IRS investigator. And his name is Sam Chavez. And he, he only works with the IRS problems uh, if you have state uh, we'll see if we can find somebody for you. But yeah, um, he handles all IRS issues. And his number is 505-459-6983. Sam Chavez. Again, 505-459-6983. He's a heck of a guy. He, uh, we, we had a client. He, he had, oh my God, it was over $80,000 in uh, negatives. And he ended up with $13,000 out of pocket at the end of the day. Um, it's a heck of a lot different. I had a local uh, attorney um, that had a massive, uh, I actually took uh, the 12 liens off his report, but then, you know, we have to resolve the issue. And he was able to get every one of those issues resolved at a very discounted amount. So give Sam a call if you're having problems. Don't freak out or, you know, have any panic or anything like that. There's help out there for you. And also I wanted to, to bring up, you know, if you guys, whenever someone gets served for court, they always get usually served on a Saturday, maybe a Friday night, a Saturday, Sunday even. And um, if you get served, don't freak out. Don't let it ruin your weekend. All you got to do is just don't worry about it. Call my office at 505-899-1448. Call my office on Monday and I'll walk you through it. I will show you how you can protect your paycheck and not have to worry about a garnishment. Folks, the only people that get garnished 
are those who ignore it. They get served for court and they ignore it. And what happens after that? They get a wage garnishment. It's called a writ of garnishment. And when it gets served, I don't know why they act surprised when it shows up at their personnel department. Never ignore a service of summons of complaint. So if you get served, call me. I'll advise you exactly what to do. Our office will help you. We're not going to even charge you for that. Because I want to make sure, um, you know, we'll help you. We'll tell you exactly what to do as long as you follow through on what we tell you. There's no fee for it. Call our office. Cause we would, I would rather see you, you know, resolve this issue than end up into trouble and then have to hire me afterwards to get you out of this trouble. Because remember, it's a lot easier to keep somebody out of trouble than to get them out of trouble. And, and you know, un unfortunately, it happens too often. You know, I, I, I don't, can't tell you how many judgments I get in my office on a daily basis. And if it's already with the law firm, the judgments has already happened. We have a team that's so awesome. Um, they, uh, we use them. They're not actually a part of Credit Rescue, but I have used them for years to step in. It's a bankruptcy clinic that does settlements. Who better to do a settlement for you than somebody who can say, hey, everybody knows we're a bankruptcy clinic. And if you don't give us this settlement, we'll just file bankruptcy on you. And they know you're already at a bankruptcy clinic. Oh, my goodness. They've got they, they've had some good settlements. See, when you're settling with a law firm, they know they already have a judgment on you. And how long is a judgment good for? 14 years. That's a long time to try and duck a, a judgment or or go without getting a home or or things like that. Or if you're trying to get a house, you go to the title company for closing. Oops, You're, some, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen this when somebody went to closing. They're, they're actually found their house. They're going to get their keys that day. They're going to close their deal. And all of a sudden, this pops up. Wow. It's horrible. That's awful. It's, That's about the worst story I've heard. It happens all the time. It's, oh. it's so often that it just, it, it tears me up when I see it because they're all excited to get their house. The kids have already picked out their bedrooms. And all of a sudden, this pops up. So we get them over to this team. They get it settled, and they're ready to rock and roll and get it cleared from the court, and they can get right back into their into the uh, title company and get it closed. Now, I have had client, title companies have called me up and said, Mike, we pulled LexisNexis, and this popped up. Can you do anything about it? I said, well, LexisNexis didn't get all the judgments over to their site. So let's pull a LexisNexis. Let me take a look at it. I'll pull one. No, they found a judgment at the court. That was it. Wow. And I said, let's check LexisNexis. If we can get one that says no record found, we can use that and close the deal. And we pulled that LexisNexis. It came back, no record found for judgments. And I got it over to them, and the team was able to close their home. There you go. <laughs> one, you work miracles, Mike. Uh, to whatever work those miracles, uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, get a hold of you. How do we do so? At 899-1448, that's 899-1448, or you can go to our website at creditrescuenow.com. All right, Michael, had he, he gave it the extra oomph this week, folks. That's why he's uh, telling you you need to give him a call. Sorry, I talk a lot. You. No, it's good. <laughs> we needed the info. Appreciate everybody joining in. Uh, stay tuned. More great talk when we return. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get you qualified with Chris Napier. We'll do that next. 